people of the world, welcome to Marketing Marketing as a Foreign Language, episode 310. Our top story today, so interesting. It just goes to show that if you are quite inventive, things can blow up for you. How a 29-year-old marketing expert used a weird resume to get 30,000 interviews in a week. Yeah. From visual resumes to using the perfect template, there are lots of approaches. Obviously, businessinsider.com goes into it. An animator built an interactive game based on his skills and experience. Now, if you're not a uh, someone who can do that sort of thing, instantly you may hear this and go, yeah, but I can't do that. I would argue for a moment to just let the information in because you may in the future, be looking for a job and you may do something that's more in line with what you do. You're a musician. Maybe it's a bunch of links to YouTube videos, or maybe you could have them go from one YouTube video to another, to another. I mean, there's a lot of interesting things you can do. So maybe this isn't your particular style, but hear me out. So while a marketing professional impersonated a delivery guy to hand out donut box resumes to his prospective employers. So that's the game concept. The uh, gentleman's name is David Vidal. Um, he created a resume bot. Quote, I don't think a conventional resume works anymore. Wow. Vidal told Insider, quote, the most important thing for me was demonstrating my marketing and communication skills and proving that I'm a creative person. So this is how it works. There's a button that says, let's start the interview. Um, automated messages popped up presenting Vidal as a candidate. The questions available for recruiters included, quote, what's your biggest professional achievement? What does success mean to you? Uh, tell me three of your weaknesses, this sort of thing. And then the bot answers the questions, quote, I wanted to stand out from the other candidates and allow recruiters to get to know me better um, before the in-person interview. Um, the Spanish native from Valencia used an application called Landbot, a non-AI automated conversation creator no coding was involved well there you go here i am judging the entire process as uh, requiring coding ability when it turns out that he simply did not need that um there you go landbot if you want to recreate what this guy did there you go um after creating the bot all he had to do was include the link with the document in his resume so um Let's think of other creative ways. Um, I am a hiring manager, I guess you could say, um, as the owner of a digital agency, Send It Rising, senditrising.com, if you want more information. And he's right. I mean, 99.9% .9 of the resumes I get look exactly the same. Uh, you may get a cover letter that has nothing to do with your business. I think one of the pivotal problems um, that I have as someone who hires is that, and I get the other side, I get how frustrating it is to send resume after resume, just, just waiting for a bite, waiting for something, give me something. Um, it's frustrating to have to spend extra time um, on a resume when, you know, you just, you don't feel like it's going to make any difference. Um, so the vast majority of people use the shotgun approach, just throw it out there, see what sticks. Now, the issue I have with that is, let's say they include a cover letter just look at my website for 10 seconds. You know, just dive in just for a little bit. Give me give me 10 minutes of your time. Um, hey, you know, this is what I like about Send It Rising. Hey, I see, I see that you have a show. 
how's the show going? Um, I see that you wrote a book. What was that like? Um, I see that you've spoken at universities, you know, which was your favorite one? Like I, I hate to put it this way, but, uh, there's a word sycophant. You heard that one? Um, it's just a fancy word of saying suck up. Um, and one of the reasons why I own a company now was that I understand ego. I understand that as the owner of a company and trust me, you know, for the vast majority of my adult life, I have not been a business owner. And so I understand that if I can get you talking about yourself, that's sales 101. I want you to talk about yourself. It makes me happy that you're smiling and interested in the conversation. I am letting my ego trip stop temporarily and I'm feeding yours. I mean, if you want to get into it and talk about your life, your experiences, sure. And what that shows is I'm not so attached to my melodrama that I am unable to give someone else uh, their time to shine. And that is a quality that many people are looking for in their team, uh, teammates, employees, you know, like, can you be humble? Um, because if you want to get into management, you're not humble. Oof. Who wants an arrogant manager? Who wants to work for that person? Nobody. Um, I certainly don't. And so when it comes to resumes, you know, if you're going to include some customized language, just search a little bit, just search, go on LinkedIn, see like, for example, you could, when you send the resume, if you have an email, I know a lot of this, this is through Indeed, but included in the cover letter, let's say there's, you you do a LinkedIn search and you see that they're involved with the United Way. Hey, I saw that you were involved with the United Way. I love that. You know, they've done a lot of great work. Uh, what's your favorite part about that? You know, are you on a board with them? Do you volunteer? Is volunteering part of your company? I can't tell you how many times I've interviewed somebody and they end up, you know, well, I'll do 15 minutes. I'm leading the whole thing. It's all my energy, right? I'm I'm just leading the whole deal. And then we get to the end and I'm like, do you have any thoughts or questions for me? And um, no, no, I don't. No, I don't. And there's a million relevant questions. And I know there's a million relevant questions that they could be asking and they just, they don't got it. They just do not have it. Um, and so just some tips and tricks from being on the other side of the aisle. Um, if you ever get a chance to interview people, um, I highly recommend that as a method um, of becoming a better interviewee. Because when you see just how underprepared people are for an interview, um, you get a sense of um, what you should be behaving like. And then obviously, in regards to this particular gentleman, um, anything you can do, let's look at some examples of, of um, a good example would be uh, giving links to work you've done. I love that giving links to a personal website that is that is a, a resume in and of itself is very strong. Um, if you can get yourname.com and put videos, you know, just show show you, show your personality. Maybe you're into mountain biking, you know, and uh, the, the website has, you know, things about your mountain biking. It's got things about other hobbies that you do. It talks about your, your professional skill set, that sort of thing. Having developed a website, paid for the hosting, you know, done all of that work is incredibly helpful, at least when it comes to my perspective, um, which is hiring digital marketers. Um, same thing is true if you're trying to get a marketing job at like an engraving place or wherever. Um, and you can say, hey, here's this project I worked on um, and the success that it had. It, it's often easier to control your own project than it is to look back and say, well, I used to work for this company, you know, three years ago, obviously their social media doesn't look anything like it did when I was managing it, but yeah, da, 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 da. 
um, it's much, much better to have real life um, examples. And obviously, this is work. I get it. I get it. So at the very core of your being, you have to find motivation to want to succeed in that way. So good job, Vidal, for creating a very interesting resume. YouTube tests video downloads for your desktop browser. This is from TheVerge.com. All links to all articles that we talk about are in the description. YouTube.com forward slash senditrising. If you want to check out this video um, and videos like it, you can see my um, face. YouTube is testing an official way to download videos on your desktop web browser via Android Police. If you want to see if you're eligible for the test, which runs through October, you can check out YouTube's experimental features page. YouTube's experimental features page. So obviously YouTube um, is a major force in the, is the major force in the video industry. And downloading content is a pretty big deal because that puts some strain on Netflix and other competitors who already offer that particular feature. Um, I think that's clearly uh, a solid next step for the company downloadable content. My kids love YouTube. Uh, NewYorkPost.com. Google buys New York City campus for $2.1 billion. One of the biggest office deals in history. If you are the commercial real estate agent that landed that deal, enjoy your wealth. Who said the office is dead? Google said Monday it's paying $2.1 billion for a New York City building in the largest American office deal since 2018. The deal is for a 1.3 million square foot waterfront building at Hudson Square in Manhattan that is set to be completed in 2023. The, the, here's, here's my thing. Um, we know that there are um, unbelievable problems um, in society. Uh, there's, there's problems, 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 stacked on problems, problems, problems. And when you have folks that get to this point, Google can be work from home, period. Um, and they could spend this money in another way. Um, they're choosing not to. They would rather have the incredibly swanky, unbelievable office space. Um, and that's just the nature of, of humanity in general. Like when you have it, you can justify it. You go, oh, it's actually, it's, it's, it's an investment. We're investing. 2.1 billion. Google's already signed an agreement. Oh, never mind. To lease the Hudson Square office building from owners, Oxford Properties Group and Canada Pension Plan Investments in 2018, I see. The terms of the lease include an option to buy the building, uh, which they will do in 2022. The deal signals that Google's planning to expand its in-person footprint in New York, even as it gives more employees the option to work remotely. So, all right. I mean, every time that you click on a Google ad, you're funding projects like this. Um, every time you run a Google ad, you're funding projects like this. Wild how much power this company has. Absolutely mind-boggling. Finance.yahoo.com. John Stossel sues Facebook alleging defamation over fact-check label seeks at least $2 million. He doesn't need it, by the way, in case you're wondering. Former TV journalist John Stossel is demanding at least $2 million from Facebook, alleging the company defamed him by appending fact-checking labels to two videos he posted about climate change in a statement to Variety. A Facebook, spokes, folks, excuse me, a Facebook spokesperson said, quote, we believe this case is without merit. We get it. According to Stossel's lawsuit in the past year, he posted two short video reports on Facebook um, in which he interviewed experts in the climate change arena. 
Here we go, we go, we go, we go. So I guess you've got to wonder, I mean, this is the classic sort of, when you work with a private company, they can do whatever they want. And private citizens can also do whatever they want and they can sue. Um, so to what extent is this PR worthy? Well, um, if we want to extricate ourselves from this fight, um, you clearly have that sort of conservative free speech narrative against, you know, the so-called liberal Facebook. You, you guys know this argument. It's not even worth talking about. I'd rather talk about it from a, like a step back bird's eye view, which is even if he doesn't win the lawsuit, I'm talking about him right now. And if I'm talking about him, there's a lot of other people talking about him. So it's it's great advertising. And then it's actually good advertising for Facebook too. So it doesn't seem synergistic, um, but it is. Um, both Stossel and Facebook see can benefit from things like this. Very similar to what Trump did during the elections um, by getting everyone to talk about him. And I'm complicit, obviously, because here I am talking about him. What do you think? Do you think it, it has any merit? Leave a comment. YouTube.com forward slash send it rising. Leave a comment, would you? You can now get paid in Bitcoin to use Twitter. CNBC.com Salvador Rodriguez is the author. Twitter will now allow users to tip their favorite creators on the social network using Bitcoin. Company announced on Thursday that tip feature will roll out, roll out globally to all Apple iOS users this week and will become available for Android users in the coming weeks. The integration of Bitcoin to Twitter's tip feature is hardly surprising, considering Dorsey's um, uh, a very vocal supporter of Bitcoin. So um, Bitcoin feels like it's here to stay, even though it may not have the same applications as, say, Ethereum. That being said, um, I was quite surprised um, when it came to my experience on Twitch. People are happy to give money away. Um, they don't have to. I am one of those people. I would go on Twitch and I would give bits to my favorite streamers. Um, it's a joy. It's fun to give them money. Um, the fact that Amazon takes about half of that, it's pretty wild. Um, but the streamer does receive that, that money. And then this sort of sociological experiment of publicly giving people money is uh, just goes to show that that's just deeply imbued into who we are as people. We like to publicly show, um, maybe it's a status thing, you know, um, a hierarchy thing like, oh, this person just gave out all this and the streamer themselves just goes wild. I mean, they can't stop talking about you. So it's, it's almost like advertising in a way. Um, so yeah, at the end of the day, not surprising to me in the least that uh, Twitter is going down this particular path. Um, they were in hot water recently because apparently, according to um, sources on the internet, um, they weren't being very um, forthright about the number of users and investors were quite unhappy about it. They were sued for over $800 million. Um, and then, of course, you've got uh, you've got this sort of thing, which is um, their attempt. They're taking a cut of this clearly. Um, and so we're going to see this all over the Internet. It's going to be crypto um, economics. And it's going to be largely based not on products per se, but on um, entertainment that huge entertainment dollar is going to start having a lot of fluidity. We see that in YouTube. Uh, we see that with content creators. We see that as part of our culture moving forward. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a documentary about uh, a gentleman whose last name is uh, Rinpoche, um, meditation master Mingyur 
Rinpoche, who walked um, around India, Nepal, and uh, the Himalayas, Himalayas, uh, for four and a half years. Very, very interesting. Um, I resonate with that. Those sorts of things. Wandering but not lost is the name of the documentary. How cool is that? Imagine having no possessions for four and a half years and uh, making your way through this incarnation. Absolutely fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, hope you're having a wonderful day. Uh, I hope your day gets better. Remember, love everyone. I know it's hard, but try. Love everyone. And uh, we will see you next time. Bye for now.